it was quite a year for George. I mean, we're talking about all the Beatles here, but starting with George, he visited India for the first time since the Beatles had studied TM there back in 1968. And that's when he arranged to tour North America with Ravi Shankar. But what's amazing is that he had laryngitis, didn't he? You wonder if it was laryngitis from overuse or overindulgence with substances. Um, you know, he wasn't. Ex- well, yeah, he was heavily into cocaine at the time, as well as booze. He was very thin. It's just amazing that he decided to record an album, the Dark Horse album, in which his voice is pretty shocking, and then undertake a full tour in that shape as well. Yeah, it is amazing, actually, that he undertook the tour you know, in retrospect. But they were having some money issues, I think, in those days. They were still technically the Beatles. They hadn't broken up yet. So they really couldn't get at their money. I remember, you know, May Pang had now been living with John for a while. She told me one time, she goes, yeah, we had this very strict allowance. And I remember her telling me the figure, and it really wasn't much money. And she said he was still paying for stuff at the Dakota. And uh, I was trying to run this life with May in a series of apartments, which were actually quite tiny and humble. It was a long way from what he had out in Surrey. Yeah, I mean, their partnership, the Beatles' partnership, was in receivership at the time, so that's why they really couldn't get their hands on their own money. You're absolutely right about that. In George's case, he'd also split from Patty. He'd started a new relationship with Olivia, who was an assistant at A&M Records in L.A. And, you know, there was a whole lot going on for George in this year, but... um, It seems like a bit of a mess. John would later refer to him as being lost. Yeah, well, I think he wasn't the only one. You know, um, Ringo was kind of lost at that period, too. He had left Maureen and the kids back in England, and now he's out on the West Coast kind of with John uh, on the so-called Lost Weekend and uh, partying it up with... You know, as, as Lennon said later, you know, can you imagine a house full of maniacs like that on the beach in... Malibu, where you have Keith Moon and Ringo and Harry Nielsen and John. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a pretty lethal combination right there. Yeah, you know, Beatle relationships were in flux, apart from Paul being with Linda. You've got John separated from Yoko, still with May Pang. And it wasn't, you know, quite some time until he got his act together. I mean, he was working on Harry Nilsson's Pussycats album that he was producing. They got thrown out of the studio there in L.A. and ended up going back to New York to finish the album, where he also would record Walls and Bridges while still trying to get the tapes back from Spectre for the rock and roll album. So as I said, it's a big mess. He would tell the story that he had, you know, got everything together for... Wells and Bridges, he had by that point cleaned his act up, you know, stopped drinking. He knew, he had certain songs, um, I think the one that jumps out to me is Nobody Loves You When You're Down and Out. He had had that back early. Fantastic song. One of the earliest songs of the sessions, but he said, I couldn't have done it out in L.A. because I was was out of my mind and I would have screwed it up. So uh, he did get the tape, the tapes finally came back from Spectre three days before he went in to record Wells and Bridges. So uh, after he reviewed and tried to salvage what he could out of the rock and roll album, he used the same band, essentially, and went in and, uh, as May told me, I think they got one song down a day. They just, you know, they were all warmed up from doing Walls and Bridges, I guess, and they just went bang, bang, bang. 
type of thing. So, I mean, think of how disorganised things were, right? Can you imagine in the old days, George Martin disappearing with the master tapes? <laughs> I mean, it's just no. like so out there, really. Well, Phil was always crazy. and He was woodwork to perform, my dear. Phil moves in mysterious ways. Oh, oh, I see, yes. To hear more of this interview, go to Buskin' with the Beatles on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash BWTB.